We have a special guest today. It is my mom. Mom, say hi. Hello. How you doing? And Carrie's here too. <laughs> hi. And um, the overall theme of this episode, I asked my parents, you know, what is something you would tell your younger self if you could go back in time and that sort of thing? Um, but yeah, before we start, um, we've got social media stuff. Go to um, do you believe podcast.wordpress.com and there's links to Twitter, Facebook, Patreon and uh, Minds. I don't know if anyone's on there, but it's the next big thing. Trust me. Um, so we have to switch our podcast hosting people soon, and they actually limit how much we can upload. So basically, for free, we can upload. I think it's three hours a month. So that's all you guys are gonna get, unless you give us money. So for every four dollars we get. We can do an extra hour. So, four people donating $1. And there we go. So, or one person donating $4. So, Robert Strong, I'm looking at you. We know you listen. So, don't mooch off us. Give us money. Okay, anyway. Um, let's do the news first. There's not much to say. There was that Mueller hearing, or Mueller, whatever. I don't know how to say that. It was 80%. Um, I can't speak about that. 20%. Can you repeat the question in 0% useful information? So I listened to most of that, and I will never get that time back. So anyway, that's the news. Couldn't think of anything else better. So we'll move right into the key point. Um, I don't know what... You look like you wanted to start somewhere, Mom, so go ahead. <laughs> um, well, first, what's your question? <laughs> All right, well, what would you tell yourself if you could go, go back in time now? Having learned what you've learned... Okay, <clears throat> there's a few things. Um, I, what I'm going to do is kind of add a few things. Um, there may be a little little list, if that's okay. Go ahead. Because it's not just one thing. People there's love quite lists. A few. Okay. Um, one um, is I would tell myself to be true to yourself. And what I mean by that is to um, not allow other people to define who you are. Um, to be you. Be courageous to be you. Okay, because you're going to have people that don't like you, like you, whatever the situation is, that you still have to be true to yourself. And coming from a Christian, I feel that um, being true to myself also means following what God's plan is for me as well, um, a, a combo of us working together. Um, some other things I put on here, because you could stop me anytime if you want no, to. No, we can discuss further. the first point if you want. Okay, go so ahead. Like, yeah, I feel like the same way, and it's... Um, looking back on it now, I'm kind of embarrassed how, you know, I tried to be a certain way, tried mm -hmm. to get in with the cool crowd, mm -hmm. and oftentimes you try to downplay your affiliation with the church and all that kind of stuff as a kid, because it wasn't cool, at least when I was a kid. It sounds like it's always that way. Right. Um, right. Everybody wants to be popular, but the problem is, is that's exhausting, because yeah. you always have to keep up, and being true to yourself... You know, you're pleasing God. I can please God and what his plan is for me, but also being true to myself just means 
being open to what he wants me to do and also the things that I want to do in life and, and not be afraid to do them yeah. and don't let other people say who you are. Yeah, you do what you want. Like right. The best times I had in high school was when I actually would just be myself. Right. And it helps when you happen to find people that are also like you. And then you can do that. But it's just so weird how we always want to be with the in crowd. Right. And that's like the... If you look at any like high school movie, that's what they say as well. Right. Like they're always trying to... Right. Sometimes it's like, oh, yeah, I wanted to be with the cool kids, but then I realized it wasn't all it was cracked up to be. But most of them are actually, you know, right. I want to be popular. And right. then they go through these things, and then they get in the popular crowd, and that's the end of the movie. And it's like, well, it's wow, funny that you great. should say that, because that was... It. In high school, that's kind of what I went through. I always wanted to be in the end crowd, always wanted to be popular. And then when I finally was, at that point, in with that group, I realized I didn't like what they were doing and how they treated other people. And then I said, and it was very exhausting. What I mean is you always have to continually do stuff to be in the popular group or money or, you know, maybe it's doing things that might be risky, maybe not so cool. Maybe you're out there drinking with the rest of the group, get yourself into trouble. Um, That's just an example. Not to say that that's what my situation was, but I just feel like you're always having to, to keep up and be something you're not. And then I think you lose a part of yourself. Yeah. Unfortunately. So once I got to that point, then I realized I didn't like being in with the popular kids. And so I decided I was going to be who I wanted to be. Who did I want to be? How did I want to affect other people in a positive way? Um, so that's kind of what I mean by being true to yourself is... Yeah. yeah. Be yourself. People people can tell the difference between somebody being fake and real. Yeah, that's true. Okay. And and believe me, I've had people that'll come and say, you know, I feel that you're coming from the heart, you know, and, and that's good. You know, um, I can tell that you're not fake. But the, the fake people in the world, I think they miss out. They miss out on so much and good friendships and relationships. Yeah. And it's interesting coming down. South, uh, we always there's always that stigma where like Northerners are mean, right? Right. I, I think it's hilarious because <laughs> right. I mean by comparison, yeah, I guess, but like right there in Minnesota and even Pennsylvania where we lived, it was just kind of like just be you, mm-hmm. and that's it. There was no fake stuff. Yes, but there also wasn't. I don't remember a lot of like bullying, at least in Minnesota. Mm-mm. In Pennsylvania, it was just like everybody did their thing. Mm-hmm. If you right. didn't like that then you didn't hang out with those kids exactly but that was it. It, so and that is true i mean we've lived in many states obviously uh minnesota um the people very um down to earth uh and 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 like i said with northerners being from michigan we are cut and dry when we are that way i think we come across we sound like we're being mean because we're direct yeah people are used to <laughs> right. used to used to the fakeness even right. though deep down they know when somebody's being fake and right. being passive aggressive, right. it's just in the north we just don't want to waste the time. So it's just like, we don't because we have things to go. Life is too short. I, I think a lot of northerners feel that way. Where being down here in the south, I've made some very very wonderful friends. Um, uh, once you get to know them, they make you a part of their family. We're up north. I think sometimes there's a there's a lot of conflict in families 
So they'll either pull away and say, I don't want to be with you, and they won't see each other for a couple years, and then they come back together. And then, But I feel in the South is even if they have something, if they're being mm-hmm. passive-aggressive, they still mm-hmm. will always stay with their family. I, 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 sure, feel, yeah. I still feel there's a closeness there I like. Um, so I, I, I guess that's what we sound like we're mean because we're direct. And we tell how our, our how we feel right up front. Some people it might be a little harsh, <laughs> but that's just how I was raised. Is you know you tell how you feel and be honest with yeah, it. Yeah, and I think it's just, it's just cultural differences. From it could be North yeah. and South because right. I don't I don't think it's like necessarily bad if you're used to it being in the South where everybody is superficially nice. It just mm-hmm. makes for a more pleasant experience overall right but it can lead to more drama later in the background right when you find out oh this whole time this person didn't like me, didn't you know? like you right. that sucks versus right. you know right. let's just cut to the chase in the beginning it's like because right. like me people i'm kind of quiet and because i'm northern i don't like uh i'm not outgoing so right. everybody down here that I've talked to that I get to know eventually, they're like, we thought you just hated all of us because you never talked to us. Right. <laughs> and it's just like, no, like win. I'm just so used to, you know, when we moved a lot and then also like at our job, people move or, or quit and get hired mm-hmm. all the time. It's just like, do right. I really want to spend the time to get to know somebody that's going to be gone in a couple months? And it's just like, eh. Mm-hmm. Right. But I'm the type that, you know, once you do get to know me, though, we're probably going to be, like, really good friends really good forever. Friends. So it's Exactly. Just... I think, and that's one thing I'm telling myself, too, is that building relation. I think one of them was, let me see, it had to do with just being able to reach out to different cultures um, and different backgrounds. Um, just for the reason that, you know, some people, I've, I've had made friends that are very well off. I have friends that have next to nothing. I have friends that are from Africa, from China, from all over. I've worked with Somalians, okay? I've done mission trips in Alaska and worked with some of the Native Americans in those areas. Um, and just just people in your neighborhood, you know, older people, maybe younger people. Be a mentor. Be a mentor for someone. Um, that's when you grow in, in a lot of this other stuff doesn't it's very insignificant and you start building relationships so even if we're from the now north or from the south it really doesn't matter the point is is um is how can we find a relatable spot that we can all get along or understand each other so like talking today people being direct or to some people it might seem that we're confrontational and really, we're not trying to be, it's just who, you know, we're just want to be honest or whatever. Where um, I've had friends that from up north has come down here and by being that way have made people cry because they're being mean. It's like, no, they're actually being honest, which is a good thing. But on the other hand, it, the other way could be difficult too. Like you said, you know, if it's passive aggressive, we all can be a little passive aggressive. <laughs> Yeah. But but that's something I had to learn. It was a different type of culture. And I have friends that are here, have been raised um, down south. And I have family members from the south and some in the north. So I have it both. So I kind of understand both. But um, I think the main thing is finding common ground. So yeah. I would tell kids today is, you know, reach out a little bit. Um, educate yourself. 
different cultures, uh, different situations, different people, background. You yeah, know, like you, you, you can learn a ton from so many different types of people. Mm-hmm. And everybody's different. But as long as you, you can't expect people to behave how you think they should. Right. You just got to realize everybody's different. And if you take the time to get to know them and understand where they're coming from, it... It'll make more sense. So, And we all have different opinions. We all have different, you know, everybody, there's no right or wrong. It's going to be different. Okay. And you got to be receptive to that. That's, yeah, that's something that's kind of lost on people today. So you can have very different opinions on people and still be friends. Like, shout out to Dylan. He's one of my closest friends. But, like, you know, politically, we always sit down and debate and discuss things. Right. But um, at the end of the day, like, we're all people. That's and, right. Like, I, I like people for who they are. Right. I don't want people to change. Would you want somebody to follow you every day and be exactly like you? That'd be lame. <laughs> It'd be so boring. <laughs> so, <clears throat> um, some other things, too, is um, never stop educating yourself. No matter where you're at, I think it's very important. Um, from my situation, my husband was able to go to college and he had that. I did not have those opportunities. However, I continually educated myself somehow through the library, whatever. I would tell myself to continually do that. Where I think when you go through high school and, you know, I became a hairdresser originally, um, I thought, okay, I'm done learning. And, that, and that's it. I, I really strongly encourage, I would encourage myself over and over again <laughs> to, to don't just stunt your growth here. Keep, keep educating yourself. It can be in anything. It could be maybe just, maybe it's as simple as uh, knitting, painting, or uh, a skill of some sort, or maybe it's taking some classes, um, you know, whatever. Just never stop educating yourself. Keep keep the growth coming. Yeah, and I'll speak on Dad's behalf since he okay. can make it, because he's okay. not feeling well, but just, yeah. it, it doesn't have to be like formal education either um, I know people always try to chase those degrees just so they can brag about it later right but that's not what we mean we mean just and it could be that if it that's could what you right. really, if that's what you're really into right but it can like you said it can just be it's hobbies still, it can mm-hmm. be just always be learning new things exactly and that's you know it'll, it, it'll keep you interesting and it'll also um, you know if you're learning about something new, you might meet new friends that are also doing that. So that's just exactly. another way to... Reaching out and getting the personal growth. And that's why I said when I started out, I never thought that I would go from hairdressing to being a you know in the dental field and then into CNA, being a nurse, starting the nursing front and then ended up with a CDA and then some college. It was a progression. I just, I grew, grew wherever I could or whatever I could afford at the time. And even if I didn't get to do those the schooling, it was okay. I think it's just, you know, just even through books. I did a lot of reading, and I still need to learn every day, even at my age. I continually try to grow and improve myself somehow. That would, yeah. I would tell myself, make sure you read. Because I, right. I did read a mm-hmm. little bit when we had to in school. Right. And I never regretted any of that. I read some really good books back in the day that I still refer back to, so read makes you relatable to people it increases your vocabulary <laughs> so yeah. and then, yeah and kind of the ties into this is always like 
challenge yourself too mm-hmm. and that yes. goes along with always learning something because it's something new and you don't know and no you're not going to be good at it or understand it immediately but that's part of growing is just mm-hmm. learning how to take on new new things absolutely um some other thing is too is don't be afraid to make mistakes Okay, a lot of people, they're so afraid to do something, they're afraid of making mistakes that they do nothing at all. And I would tell myself, because in school, I was so fearful of making a mistake that I I just, I I was afraid to try anything new at first. It took me a while. So I would definitely tell myself that failure is how you learn, and you need to do that to be successful. Yeah, that's the best way to learn. It also builds confidence, gives you the strength that you need as well. Popularity, we already talked about that, babies, basically. that fake, We already covered that. Um, don't sweat the small stuff. Yeah. Okay? Because when you're in school, you, you, you get out of school and you're thinking, okay, um, oh my gosh, I got to get this done in a certain amount of time. I, I worry I got to get married, got to find a mate, got to get married. It's like... Don't worry about it. It'll happen, and it's good time, and good time. And God usually has a plan. I'm a Christian, so I believe that, you know, that He, that God is going to help you get to where you need to be in life. So even if you make a veer to the left when you should have been going right, God somehow can direct you right back onto that path. I wanted to be a teacher, but it wasn't, you know, I just couldn't figure out how to get there because nobody in my family went to college. And I had no idea how to do that. <laughs> and so um, I kind of gave up. And then little did I know that God already had a plan. He ended up pushing me. I went through all these different things and different trades. And then I ended up volunteering for preschool. Next thing I know it, you know, I was asked to have a job. Then I was asked, could you, you know, be a teacher? Next thing I'm going and taking classes for that, going back to college. And then, you know, I've done this for over 20 some years. So it's, and I'm working with children. I'm a teacher. And so my, you know, just because you think your dreams are here um, and it's not going to happen for you, you're afraid to try this, don't worry about it. It's still going to work out. Just just step out there wherever you can and do a little bit here and there. Yeah, that's something. Just, it's important to have goals. Yes. But at least from a Christian standpoint, if you're trying to... Let's say you've got your dream that you want to achieve. Like today's society says, you chase that dream as hard as you can. But in reality, it's like, no, it's important to have goals that you're aiming towards. But if you get pulled a certain way, that's the way you go. Right. And I learned as I got older to stop fighting, stop fighting what you're, what God's trying to tell you to do. Um, right. Life is a lot easier when you do that. When you do it, right. Good point. That is, that's something that I, I work on daily. And I, I like what you said about, that was another thing is to tell myself is set goals daily or even weekly, monthly. Set goals and set, set boundaries. That's something I had to learn a little bit later on. I learned to set goals and try to meet them if you can. But, but also pray on that to make sure that that is the way God wants you to go because it's so much Less, it's less painful if you follow his way. And there's some things that I'm fighting with right now is because he's asking me to do something, but I'm thinking, but I don't want to do that. But then I'm realizing 
I'm going to give in because if I don't, he's going to find a way to have that happen. And the other thing is boundaries. Telling yourself, I would tell myself, set boundaries. Because that's one of the things that's where you can get taken advantage of real easily is by not setting boundaries. Okay. So that was one of the things, too, I wanted to add. Um, so trust God in all aspects of your life. It brings peace, joy, get you out of bondage. Again, trust him that he, he knows he's got you. Um, and I think another thing I would tell myself was don't, it's okay to distance yourself from toxic relationships or friendships or family even. Um, sometimes you have to do that to get personal growth. And, and it's hard because I had gone through that a couple times where I really love family or I really love, you know, a friend. I, you know, but they may not make good choices and it's toxic for me because it was bringing me down or putting me in the pit. You don't want to be in the pit with them. So the best thing you can do is, you know, set the example for them so that if you move out of that pit and move forward, keep going, you might have to leave them behind. But hopefully during that process, they'll grow and you're growing. So I think it's okay. I would tell myself, don't worry about the toxic people. Just you have to kind of remove them from your life in order to move forward. Yeah, And yeah. it's okay. Evaluate your uh, relationships. And like, it's not that you should just be like, you know, what am I getting out of this? But if, if it's all negative stuff from a relationship... I'd say it's worth, you know, addressing it with the person. Right. Maybe as the first, give them the benefit of the doubt. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, yeah. this is, you're causing me unnecessary stress or every time we hang out, it's just always negative. You know, I just don't want that. You know, can we, can right. we work you on that? You can still love them. But and if, yeah. if they don't want to, then, you know, yeah. And I, I've had to do that with some relationships. It's yeah. just like. Just can't be around you guys. Like, nope, no. Sorry. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. And it's not that you don't care about him. It's just it, for the overall, you, you kind of have to do that. And I really think a lot of times when I have moved away, I had a situation where I had a friend that was drinking a lot. And um, I mean, we were best friends, we were roommates forever, but it, it got to the point where there may have been a problem. And so I tried to address that and help her. And she wasn't going to, and I said, I told her, I, I can't be around, watch this. And so I had to back away from that for my own sake. And she actually, we, I did much better. And she actually went into the service and she actually did some pretty wonderful things. So in, in some cases, you know, God's got a plan, even in that situation that, you know, do I miss that friendship? Yes, but I'm so much happier that she's found her way and I found my way. Yeah, to where so I need to. Sometimes so. it's not until you lose right. friendships or mm -hmm. things like that that you realize. Mm -hmm. Right. Because if you just if you just enable your friends or maybe not mm -hmm. enable but just don't, you're not doing anything to help them, then you really you're just hurting them because they right. can keep doing what they're doing and they're not going to see any repercussions until something actually happens. Happens, right. And I was afraid of seeing that happen. But and maybe losing a friend is a little easier than, you know, making huge mistakes and ending up in prison or right. maybe it, yeah. you end up killing somebody or something like that. Like yeah. Yeah. That's much worse. Um, some other things too is just um 
uh, love everyone. Try to try to be kind to people. Try to love on people even where they're at. They may not be the best or whatever. And just kind of learn to forgiveness. Be, be forgiving. Even though it's not always easy, try to forgive and, and show more love. And just try to be compassionate. You know, take responsibility where you can. If you're responsible, to take, try to take responsibility for your actions. Um, enjoy your life with your family, your friends. That's something that... I, we've not always been around family because they live far away, so it's a little harder <laughs> in those situations, but, but we try to still connect with them where we can, you know, maybe drop a, a line or a note or through Facebook or, you know, a phone call, maybe send a gift or something. Just try to get that connection back if you can. Some cases it's not always possible, but you try to just kind of keep that. With our kids, we like them to have wings and be able to do however we do miss our kids <laughs> but we we want to still be able to allow them to have their own lives and um you know so we we try to do that if we can i think it's important um that's why i'm here talking with you <laughs> um also i think well the last thing i would tell myself probably i i think i don't know if it'll be the last thing but just never allow people to look down on you. That's something I tell myself. Is I think sometimes when you go through high school and everything's fun and hunky-dory, everything's great, you get out in the real world, and I, for some reason people go off to college, they start running out, living their own lives or whatever. I think sometimes we have a tendency, even if we have a little bit of success, to look down on other people. We need to be very careful in not doing that. And then if somebody does that to you, to be able to stand up for yourself or stand up for other people. Take the risk to stand up for other people. I haven't always done that, but I do more so now. Yeah. I think it's important to to be there for some people that may not have the educational level as other people. And you need to be able to just be there for, for those ones too and just try not to be so judgmental, I think. Um, All right, so that's the first question. The only thing I, I was thinking I would tell myself um, is do do what you need to do when you need to do it. Mm -hmm. In other words, don't procrastinate. Um, right. It makes life much easier. And just, yeah. And usually it's things that take like 10 minutes. Just right. go do it mm -hmm. and you sell, save so much headache. But you don't do it. You want to keep watching your show or play a game for 10 more minutes, and then right. it, the problem just gets worse. So right. don't procrastinate. I like that one. <laughs> um, all right. So the next kind of question with that is, so when you first, I would say when you first got into the real world, mm -hmm. you first moved out, what was something that surprised you? Or what was like, what was something good that you realized? And what was something bad that maybe you weren't prepared for? I realized that I was broke. <laughs> I was like, oh, where are my parents? <laughs> um, I actually, because I didn't go to college, I still was taking, I was going to vocational school. And I lived on my own. I saved money the summer before to pay for, you know, I, I just wanted to have a certain amount of money set aside for food. And I guess I didn't think about, I need a lot more money. <laughs> Because <laughs> um, you, you do party some. You, you want to go and do things with your friends. I did some traveling. To um, Later on, I had to go see your dad. I would travel up to college to see him. 
Um, I, I realized I didn't have a whole lot of money saved like I thought. Um, but I was able to sustain myself for a year to pay for my rent and stuff. Um, but I was really surprised that people could take advantage of you. <laughs> I had a roommate. I gave... Uh, you had a down payment. You had to put for this, this towards the phone bill or whatever. And she actually took off with our, with our money. And I, you know, that was like $400. So that was like, I need that money back. And she had spent it on a plane ticket and she never came back. <laughs> she was gone. Um, that was a little frightening. Um, so I, I, I think that was a surprise. It's just that I was broke. Um, I, I didn't save as much as I thought I had. Plan that I planned it would sustain me longer, um, and it did. I was pretty close, pretty close. But then when she took off of that, that money was going to help me pay for my um, testing in Detroit and buying my kit for for beauty school at the time. You had to buy the certain scissors and all this stuff, and it was expensive. Um, but um, fortunately for me, I was able to afford that. So, but it was like. Just barely. <laughs> so I think that's one of the things that I think I was really surprised by. I think I, I would have liked to have more mentorship at that time. I didn't seek out mentorships. Uh, where I think with college students, they would get the mentorship. But for me, just living on my own, having a trade, not knowing anybody. My roommates, some of them went to beauty school too, so we were... That was another hard part is, you know, you get a group of people to rent and then somebody decides they want to dump out and you got to pick up the excess uh, rent. <laughs> that's It's difficult. Yeah, that's something. Um, well, two things. One, you were talking about mentorship and stuff. Mm -hmm. In college, they gave us, we had a counselor mm -hmm. or an advisor. Advisor, yes. And we could go to them and they would help us out. I never did it until at the very end. I'm like, okay, what do I need to graduate? <laughs> Had I have done that, I probably would have been, you know, things would have been easier out easier. of college. Mm -hmm. Maybe had a better job out of college if I had just taken the time to do it. But instead, I chose to sit in my dorm and play video games. So. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we all make those mistakes. And that's, that's the one thing is it's hard to seek out mentorships, too. Like, I was a churchgoer as a child, but then I stopped. I only went on the holidays. So that's where you could pick up some good mentorships. And I didn't have that because I think I kind of distanced myself from older people. And I just feel like you can learn so much more from older people. So that's something to keep in mind, too. Even today at my age, I still look for mentorship with people that are older than I am. Sometimes they even end up being younger ones. Yeah. You never something know. You, something you learn as you get older is that you really didn't know anything when yes. you thought you knew everything. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so listen to the people that have been here a little longer than you. Right. Um, I think, too, you know, and then teamwork, too, is just working together as a team. A lot of things nowadays we have um, getting together in the workplace. We think we know how to do stuff, but it's just learning to work together as a team. And we all have different personalities. And it's like, how do you do that? <laughs> you know, so that's something I had to learn, too. It's like, ouch, you know, hey, this person over here is, you know, kind of bossy. This person over here is, well, they're just wishy-washy, you know, phlegmatic. Um, how do you get that combination together where I think in college you learn, I think you learn, my husband said that he kind of learned that teamwork, um, uh, working together. 
where I didn't learn that. So that was something I had to learn gradually. And that's something I'm sure everyone can attest to. Everybody <laughs> hates the group projects. Right. <laughs> but that's how the real world is. It is. So Yes. Unfortunately, yes. Then you have it's to It's an important it. skill yeah. to learn because yeah, if you're not a good you don't know how to handle people properly mm-hmm. in the workplace, you're in trouble. Like you you're either it's either you're the bossy type and no one's gonna like you, or you're the quiet type and everybody takes advantage of you. Right. Like yeah, everybody has to be able to function in a group. So Right. Yeah, I'm sure we all hated group stuff. <laughs> I think something that was really um and also a huge surprise was that you, you feel like and I'm sure you can understand this, you get out of college or you get out of out on your own and you're thinking, I'm I'm gonna do this and I could do that and I'm gonna be this big thing and I can and then you realize, Whoa, it takes a lot of work and you gotta start from the bottom and work yourself up. So that was kind of a surprise too. <laughs> it's like, What? I'm not gonna just get this ideal job right away? Yeah, and that's the <laughs> I guess technically I'm a millennial, but I'm on the, the lower end of that because I'm older. But that's, mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to be realistic. Right. And that's something that they don't teach you in school and they don't teach you. Just everybody around you tells you to chase your dream and you can do it and right. all this stuff. But it's like, one, you have to work your butt off if you mm-hmm. really want to get yes. there. Nothing's handed to you. Right. Going to college doesn't hand you a good job. A good job. Like, <laughs> everybody there is going for that job, but it, right. you have to work to make yourself stand out stand from the out. crowd. Right. You just, like, and the, uh, uh, a main thing with, like, the millennials is they get so mad at, like, um, like these wealthy, like, business owners and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And they had to work from the bottom, and they're working day in, day out. Every day yeah, throughout to give the week up something, yeah. to get where they're at. Right. And then you're just going to sit back and whine because you sit on your couch all day and nothing happens. Like, right. it's just... Exactly. No, don't be like that. You want to make money? You want to be successful? Go make it happen. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I agree. Okay. Um, but yeah, all right. So, kind of the third question in this thing is just, like... Um, so, obviously, times have changed because of... Technology is the main driver. Like, things are just a lot different now. And I was going to say, like, what's something that has changed, you know, that, that's better, that is an improvement on life and just relationships and everything in general? And what's something bad that, that, can, that has come about as a result of maybe all of these changes? Maybe what's something that you did in your youth that you enjoyed a lot that just doesn't exist anymore because of the way society has changed or the way we do things. Hmm. <clears throat> well, technology is one of the things that really, as you said, it, 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 I like technology. That's one thing that I like. We didn't have back in my times. Um, it's very convenient. Um, we can basically see everything around the world. We can learn so much by a computer so quickly. We can contact people instantly. Um, we can pick up our phones and have any information we need immediately. I absolutely love that. Um, back in my day, I do miss, um, sometimes I miss, we used to hold on to a phone and we have this long cord and we'd have to walk in the other room and shut the door so our parents couldn't hear us talk on the phone. And we thought that was kind of cool. Or to to hear when you dial a phone, we used to actually, when I was really young, you could dial a phone Mm -hmm. and make this sound 
you know, and it, it would make the sound back, and we just thought that was so cool to do that. Um, um, we played outside a lot. We we played different games um, outside, kicked the can, um, and that's how we uh, got along, built friendships, and we we laughed. We had fun. Um, where today I see some kids outside doing some stuff, but they seem like they're so involved in sports and the parents keep them so busy that I don't know if that's always so good. I, I like that they are involved in activities. I got that. But I, I think they also need some time to just play and just be kids. Um, so that's something that I miss from my childhood. I'd like, I was, I try to raise my children in the same atmosphere and I think they did. Um, but I respect the fact that, you know, if they want to do sports and activity, I think it's important as well. Um, but the downside of technology, I think, for me is that um, nothing's private anymore. Everything is out there in the open. Um, people can feel the urge to snoop on people, find out information. Um, they can ruin your reputation. Um, anything on the Internet, it's just that's the only downfall that I see with technology even though I love having it as a tool. But on the other end, I have to worry, you know, identity theft, things like that can happen. That really scares me being at my age. Yeah. It's moving so quickly. I don't, I can't, I'm not able to keep up with the technology. It is a double-edged sword, for sure. Yes. Mm -hmm. and yeah, to your point about like playing outside and stuff, I feel like back in the day, like I'm sure it's even more true for you guys, is that you had to make your own fun. Yes. And you, you, you depended mm -hmm. on your friends and stuff to come up with fun things to do. Yes. Instead, nowadays, it's you wait on, you expect things to entertain you. So, like, mm -hmm. you don't have to be creative. You can just turn on Netflix. You can just download the newest app. Mm -hmm. um, like, that's Like, people don't even like to play, like, games that very much anymore, like board mm -hmm. games and stuff. It's just nobody wants to wants to do anything yeah. and even like seeing people face to face has fallen down because like yeah you can text somebody whenever you want to talk to somebody but it's really not the same as being in there talking to them so like if you wanted to hang out and chat with someone you had to go meet them somewhere right and that's something i think that's going that's something by, going by the wayside nowadays right exactly and i do miss that that's something that i'm trying to do more so now i meet people for coffee or tea um or for lunch sometimes, it's just a better way of building better relationships. I feel like solid relationships, that these are people that, if you get to really know them intimately as far as not, you know, more in like knowing God and knowing them as a person and their likes and dislikes, um, maybe learn a little bit about their families and stuff and try to be there and help people that may be struggling. Um, I think, like I said, on the internet, you know, if you have a friend say, I'm just going through a rough time or I'm going, you know, oh, I'm sorry, uh, you know, whatever. I, I just, like you said, there's that FaceTime is very important. I think you could really see the facial expressions and, and really feel, you know, see what they're feeling, you know, to really visualize that, I think. Yeah, um, social media gives them. you a, like a false sense of, you know, a false sense of maybe your relationship with somebody. Like, right. it's just... Right. It's so easy just to type out a generic, like, 
oh, I miss you too, and oh, mm-hmm. that that sucks, yeah, and then be done with it. And just right? be done. So everything, right, it's, everything, it's like a checklist. Everything it starts to become list. more superficial right. with the advent of mm-hmm. social media, so. Yes. Yeah, maybe, like, put put the phone down and go meet somebody, like, just. Right. It'll mean a whole lot more to them, and maybe people just don't realize that even, like, if somebody asked you to go meet them somewhere, you know, right. I think that would, I don't know. You know what's strange you, you have is a better time doing that. when we, and it, what's really strange, I find we, we used to pick up the phone and you could call and talk to people and at least hear their voice sounds right. I just, you know, and today I don't think anybody picks up the phone or calls anybody. And if they do, they get cranky about that. And I'm thinking, wow, <laughs> okay, but that's why I'm meeting people now face-to-face for coffee or tea because, you know, okay, you don't want to talk on the phone, but we're going to get together and see how you really are doing or or let's let's see what's going on in your life. Let's see what's happening, you know, how was God, uh, you know, working in your life, you know. Um, so. Yeah. All right. Those are all the questions I had for our main okay. theme. Now we can, okay, Kara, since you haven't said much, should we do conspiracies next or the Would You Rather game? Mm-hmm. I don't care. All right, we'll do conspiracies first and we'll do the game at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. <laughs> we always end up asking the new people that come on what conspiracies they believe. And we've had a range of people like Aaron uh, McCannon. He's been more... More open-minded than some, and then we had Carrie's mom on, and she believes none of it. Okay. We want to see where you lie on the spectrum that we have. So, I'm just going to ask you some questions. Well, first off, do you have any conspiracies that you've heard that you do believe, or are there ones that you've heard that you think are completely insane? Well, I thought about the one with, um, I think, when they landed on the moon, that they thought that maybe that was kind of a setup. What do you think? Well, I've watched the video many times, just kind of observing. I can see where the the flag, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it seems to be kind of stiff, but yeah. Now, the people would say that's because there's no wind, obviously. Right, right. There's no gravity, obviously. So there's, right, right. So it, it made me think about it a little bit. It did look like it was kind of set up. But, <laughs> but again, that's just, I don't. I don't know for sure because I haven't looked into it further, but I was just kind of uh-huh. observing the photo and I thought, you know, there might be something to this. <laughs> now, there's some conspiracies. There's there, there's one like we never went. It's all completely fake. There's the middle of the road one, which is more along the lines of we did go, but we didn't have the technology to record it. Good point. People have mentioned there's a big radiation belt at a certain point on the way to the moon that if they mm-hmm. had recorded it and came back, that it would have gotten messed up by the radiation, would have ruined the tape. So you right. did go, but you, you can't just say you went. You had to prove it. So maybe right. we did go, but we had to fake the footage we because we didn't up. have right. it. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's a good plausible middle of the road one. Yes. Um, what was the other one? That, oh, that... We did go to the moon, but lots of people died, right? Trying okay. to get there. Because the okay. idea, I find it like pencil and paper technology and rocket ships that we would be able to pull this off like with nobody. I and mean, there was the Apollo 
13? No, no. Positive D had its own issues. And then there was Apollo 12, maybe, where the the test module caught on fire and we lost some people there. But, like, I don't know. That's another one. So, Well, the biggest one that I'm hearing a lot right now is I'm a Christian, so I, I, I believe in a higher being. But do we have people on other planets? Is there aliens they say they say that some of the government people say that they're hiding um the fact that maybe they have proof of that so that's Um, the second question before i move on carrie do you do we go to the moon what do you think Um, i don't know you always try to play (laughs) i don't know i don't want the government to come after me (laughs) that's fair all right (laughs) um i say we didn't go to the moon that's just my thought. Okay. And I'll explain why okay. <laughs> on the later conspiracy. All right. Are aliens real? Like you said, what do you think? You've got it in the, in the lens of um, Christianity. So I'm mm-hmm. curious to hear your response. Okay. Well, anything's possible. I, I feel that God can create just about anything. We, in biblical sense I have not read anything that gives any of that so no but is it a possibility anything's possible um, I think that the government does hide some things from us now no. whether or not I don't know if if it's an alien spaceship that they have when they say that they have these items it's very possible that maybe one of our Foreign countries may be more advanced in some things. And maybe some of these items could have come from uh, a foreign country. That makes a little more sense to me than, you know. But again, there could be other galaxies and whatever that God creates. Um, But from a Christian perspective, I just feel like I'm not too worried about that. Because I need to be focused on what God said he created here and what's going on here and and what he says he created the world and I'm okay with that. Whatever that means, whether there's other people on other planets, whatever, I don't know. I just kind of think maybe it might be maybe items from other countries maybe. There's a lot of evidence coming out that's leaning more towards that. Okay. Okay. We think flying saucers, flying saucers are real, Mm -hmm. but we definitely think it was made by Stuff kind of seems to point that the Germans had done it first, mm-hmm. but because of the World War II and them losing, they mm-hmm. didn't get to master that technology. Right. And they think maybe the Russians got a hold of some of it. Maybe even we did, and that's what mm-hmm. um, Area 51, which we talked right. about in the last episode and stuff, is right. housing. Everybody's expecting it to be aliens that they're hiding in Area 51, but it's probably right. just our own technology that we don't want anybody to know. Right. It's I'm leaning more towards that way as well. Carry aliens real? Are there aliens, Carrie? <laughs> I, I, I kind of agree with your mom. I think it's possible. But, I don't know, I'm not too worried about it. I did see a UFO one time. Oh, yeah, that's right, you did. <laughs> ah, ah, I want to hear about this. <laughs> um, I'll tell it again in case there's some listeners and your mom hasn't heard it. But okay. my mom and I were driving home. Um, from Frankfurt, and so like that main road from Frankfurt to Versailles is just like a long stretch. Um, and they got on the horizon, we just saw this like gray saucer type disc, mm-hmm. and it was like standstill, it wasn't really moving. And there was like 
the reason I know that I'm not crazy, because my mom also saw it, also saw it, and there was people parked on the side of the road, like, taking pictures. They saw it, too. So, um, and then it just gradually faded away. Like, it never moved. Right. It didn't, like, fly away. It just gradually, like, faded away. Like, you just couldn't see it anymore. And it was kind of creepy. Hmm. So, I did see a UFO, but, I mean, again, it could have been, like, you know... Military, maybe, because yeah. there there is a military base not too far from there. It could be experimental hmm. stuff. And I think I said in the last podcast we were talking about Area 51, I feel like if if aliens were real and the government was hiding alien stuff from us, they wouldn't hide it at Area 51 because everybody knows that like Area 51 is for aliens. <laughs> it's true. So why would they hide Like, why would they actually hide it there? Right. Yeah, that is a good point. Uh, uh, me from a, at least from a religious standpoint would be, um, aliens are not real because I feel like he would, it would have been mentioned in the Bible that there was because since he is all knowing and would know how everything pans out, why would he create something and not tell anyone? And then if we discovered it, then it just muddies the water. Like, I feel like. Do you think it's just Satan? Tricking everybody and, sure, you yeah, know, you know, just allowing us to think anything to take our focus off the real, you know, of what God's God is and who he is and what he's done to try to get credit some other way, get people to to think more towards his way and put fear into people. And it's possible. I also have to think about how much God loves us, mm-hmm. like so much. So then why would he, you know make anything else you know right exactly Hmm. all right so and there's another reason that i say aliens aren't real because we're gonna get to dylan's favorite is the earth flat (laughs) is the earth flat first off have you even heard of this this is a thing this is a big move i've been out on the water and it looks pretty flat and i keep going and keep going so i know it's round i never fell off (laughs) It's true, but you got to go never went over the edge. Um, <laughs> no. I think it's round. <laughs> hmm, interesting. All right, so the general theory is that... How do you know it's round? It's a sphere. How do you know it's a sphere? I don't know. It has to do with the gravity and everything. seems to... How do you know gravity's right? We're questioning everything. <laughs> <laughs> You're asking the wrong person. This is not my expertise. <laughs> so as me and Aaron believe... Um, mm-hmm. It is flat, and there is a dome above the Earth. Could be the firmament, because okay. that's what it says in the Bible. Bible, right? Uh, and how could there be aliens? Because how would they get in through the firmament? Is there anything on the other side of the firmament? Who knows? Who knows, right? Um, but yeah, the fun part about the flat Earth stuff is you get to realize like how little anybody understands about anything. Yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> Like, it's a, I don't it know. I'm going to throw out some random examples of, like, arguments where people, like, prove that it's round or prove that it's flat. Um, so, for example, is, like, how could boats, boats have gone around the world. Mm-hmm. Planes have gone around the world. Mm-hmm. So how can it possibly be flat? Right. But something you forget, if it's, if it's a flat disc, everything still points north. Whether it's round or it's mm-hmm. flat. Um, if you're going to go from New York and you start flying around the planet, 
you always got, you know, you've got the compass to point you the way you're going. You just go around it. If it's like this, you go around it, just like that. It'd be okay. the same thing. Okay. But different. Um, that's one. And then, Interesting. <laughs> now, the one question you didn't ask, and the, the key to, if you're gonna, if you're gonna think the Earth is flat, you also have to think everything that NASA shows us is fake. That's kind of, that's, that's the you. one thing. Okay. So, most people will say, well, NASA's such a big organization, that would have to mean that they're all in on it, and that they're all tricking us. So why would they do that? Seems And that's kind of the thing with all conspiracies. It's just Mm -hmm. how many people have to be kept quiet. Now, my counterpoint to that is that NASA, they don't have to tell everyone everything. If you've got an engineer working on rocket parts, he doesn't need to know if the Earth is round or flat. The only people that need to be know is if people actually go up there, they would need to know. Mm -hmm. And other than that, it would really just be the top people. Which would have made it the organization. These on are purpose, people. Right? These are people that are like far away from their family and their loved ones, and they're up there for long periods of time in a small confined area. I don't think that they would fake that. Who would put themselves in that situation? <laughs> so I, I feel like sometimes I watched a NASA station. They, they have students where they're talking to the astronauts up there on the. Um, I'm trying to think what they call that station up there and they're talking to conversing with them i just i don't know then there's the occasional wire holding them up that people notice really i've never seen I don't a know, wire maybe you just need to look into it. <laughs> i've never seen a wire um i don't know i i i do believe it's legit now some people could say well they're doing that and um if they do it set it up a certain way where it may be fake that they want to get more funds but I, I still don't. I, I believe that what they're doing ah, yeah. is legit. See, we didn't even tell you that part of it. You're already <laughs> thinking that way. That's the other thing is there's... And even if it's not even outside of Flat Earth, just NASA mm-hmm. in general, right. is how much are they actually doing? And how much of it are they just taking the funds and just paying themselves and being like, thanks? Because <laughs> it's a thing. You can't, yeah. you can't reference anything else. Like, how much should space travel cost? And when there's only one big space agency... They get to call the price. I'm like, yeah, six billion. That sounds bad, bad enough for this mission. Right. <laughs> but in reality, they they could just take a hundred thousand, make a rocket that just shoots up and right. goes nowhere. Throw together some video that makes it look like it went somewhere, and so then take the, the money to the bank. You know, well, there's the That's part B. I, I think you still we can still learn from that exploration. I think we we definitely some of the things we learned may benefit us here in the long run somehow. Um, I, but there's a part of me is like, why are we spending so much money on this program over here? Are we really getting a lot of information? Does it really matter? The problem is there's no accountability for it, and there, but there's really no. It's it, If I was in charge of making sure NASA was spending and using funds appropriately, I wouldn't even know where to start because, like, okay. it's a it's it's all all the stuff that we keep doing is new, so there's nothing to compare it to. True. So true. Um, I don't know. There's a part of me is I, I like the the fact that they we know some stuff about space. Also, I guess I don't. I guess I don't worry about it so much. Um, we've had. Um, I don't know. I think it's interesting to see you know uh, comets and things like that, and to learn why these happen. 
Um, will it affect us here on earth? All these things. But I'm just not so worried about it because God says not to worry so much about everything. Just focus on what's here now, what we're supposed to be doing. Um, that I, I just don't worry about it too much. But I do find it very interesting, though. It, I, some of the photos they take up there, I'm not sure if they're adding color, making it look more pretty, but I feel that space and all that. Oh, so you know so about pretty. that too. It seems like so, you have looked into things. No, that was a, that, that was a disappointing thing. Like as a kid, I was big in the space, mm-hmm. and you see all these yes. colorful pictures. Yes. And then at some point, I read that's not what it looks like. And right. That, that was exactly. very disappointing. Yeah, that is disappointing. So for those that didn't know that, like. The, the giant pictures of the galaxy clouds and all mm-hmm. that stuff, it's not as pretty as it looks. Right. They take, they basically, they can isolate like the element that the cloud is made up of and tell it, have a computer program tell it, make that green and make right. this other element red. Mm-hmm. And, the, and that's what it ends up looking right. like. Which looks cool. And you got to put out cool pictures if you want to keep the money coming in. So. Right. Exactly. That was kind of disappointing. Yeah, it is disappointing. I agree with you. Um, yeah. So she used to think it's brown. Carrie's earth what? No. Carrie says, no. I say, I would not be... It wouldn't blow my mind if somebody said, yes, NASA faked everything and it's black. But okay. I'm kind of in that. I don't really care. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but it's fun to look into things. Exactly. Um, that's, the, that's a fun one. Are we ruled by lizard people? I have no idea what a lizard person is. <laughs> okay, so they're called Anunnaki, is what they're called, and they're from okay. another dimension, and they basically can look like people. Are they but an alien? Then? Is that what we're? So <laughs> sounds this, like this Stargate. Is, it depends, because what? How do you define alien? They're not from aliens from outer space. They're aliens okay. from another dimension. Well, I remember when I was younger, we used to have this little thing you sprinkle in water and it came out with sea monkeys. And so I had to try that to see if that was real and it wasn't real. I was very disappointed. So I'm thinking that's probably the same concept here. Not real. Mm. Lizard people? Yeah. No. No chance? No chance. Alex Jones would be very disappointed in all of you. I haven't seen any evidence for it. I have seen some weird things. Okay. Remember Justin Bieber video? Yeah. Where he like blinks and then he's got like weird eyes for a second that look like lizards. Okay. Or, or demon. That could be a trip. That could be. That, that well, could and then he blinks and it goes trip. like this and then it goes back. Could be like, just a trick. It was when he was getting into like, a whole bunch of trouble. And so me and Mandy were kind of thinking, like, well, what if it was like demon, like well, scary could stuff? could be too. They do exist. So. They do exist. Unfortunately, they do. And um, that's, thank, you know, thank God that we have him as our um, our guide and our protector and. We don't have to worry about that. All right. What's in Antarctica? What's in Antarctica? A lot of ice. A lot of frozen water. <laughs> ice. Um, I don't know if there's any little critters. They did say that maybe there were these worm things at one time. Worm things. I'm not sure what they're called. Um, again, that's not my expertise. So some, okay, flatter people would say it's not real. It's a giant ice wall. Um, mm-hmm. Other people would say there is a German Nazi base there that, mm-hmm. that most of the Germans escaped. Mm-hmm. I've heard down to that. Argentina mm-hmm. and also into Antarctica because they have mm-hmm. a base down there. Right, and you're not allowed to go there or fly over Antarctica. Oh, no, really? Unless you have permission, and it's going to do a certain route. And who owns it? Do we know who owns Maybe it? It's like the it's world supposed to be owned by the world government people. Okay, I've heard that about the Nazis. Okay. Okay. Um, um, I don't know. 
I haven't really heard, seen any there's proof the, of that. There's also entrance to the hollow earth. Um, the earth is hollow, and there's a civilization on the inside. And you <laughs> get there from the poles. You can go in through the bottom, come out the top. Right. No. Another idea. Um, people have said Atlantis. I've heard that. Mm-hmm. People say there's a lot of pyramids buried under the ice that you can see from um, various satellite images. Maybe there's a dinosaurs. lot of a, that has been said as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I could go for that one. There's another thing that says deep under the ice, it's warmer than usual, and that there's actually stuff living under there. They have confirmed that to some extent, like microorganisms, but right. not dinosaurs. But okay. There was a guy named Richard Byrd who was an admiral in the Navy. Okay. Respected, not just a crazy guy. Had in his journal that they kept flying towards the South Pole and it started to get warm. And they came to an area in Antarctica that was like green and he saw a bunch of animals down there, large animals that okay. were thought to be extinct at the time. Okay. But so that's in his journal. Does he have, right, does he have photos of that? Um, this was like, World War Two, so hmm. no, good question, but he does have a journal. Okay. Um, so yeah, hmm. that's what is possibly in Antarctica. I don't know. I was gonna say I probably no. I, I probably not I don't think I believe that. And then also like Illuminati end of the world base might be down there too. Hmm. Um and then the last question or wait, no, who killed JFK? What do you guys think? I feel like you guys are... Uh... My mom hates this one. She gets angry talking about <laughs> Does she really? I, I honestly, I was thinking it was all mob-related. Okay, mob-related. Mm-hmm. I think it was a combination of right a lot now, of people together. Right now, I think it together. was Johnson. Wouldn't it be Johnson? Okay. It was his doing. That's my Okay, part. that's new. I haven't heard that. I'll have to look into that. Um, I, I do believe that it was um, mob-related, and I think... Marilyn Monroe had some part, something to do with something that was going on with all that. There is a conspiracy that she she was pregnant. Okay. Okay. And I don't I don't know the entirety of the conspiracy. Right. I forgot, but there is a maybe she was pregnant. And I think there's some connections with them with some of the mob people. I think somehow I'm not sure if that's true. Just from some things I've read. Mine, mine kind of follows that he had some beef with the CIA, essentially. He was going to close them down because they were doing some shady stuff. Okay. And they just took him out. Could be. So that okay. they could get their own people in there in power. Could be. Could be. Um, but yeah, we seem to think that they're not going to release... They have information on who actually did it. And they're not right. going to tell it until everybody involved is dead. I got you. And the only okay. person I think that is still alive... Is George Bush Sr. still alive? Anybody know? He know, I think he just passed away, didn't he? Because they were thinking he was the last piece. Okay. Maybe they're waiting on his son. They think it was because he was CIA director, I believe, at the time, was George okay. H.W. Bush. Okay, could be his wife is still here, too. She may know something as well. And then he did it and took out took out JFK so Johnson could get him in because he was buddies with... Bush, hmm. and then ever since then, some of the super conspiracy people will say JFK was like the last legit president. Everything after that has been like set up. Hmm, interesting. I did read, I read a book a little bit about some of that, but I, I really, yeah, I can't say for sure. 
And let's see, mm. last one. Are we living in a simulation? <laughs> I'm a Christian. I don't believe that. But I, I do believe that, you know, like I said, in the garden, the angel um, came and blocked us from Eden. So does it like a little dimension area or a, it's a never spot part of heaven? Is it, you know, I don't know. Um, I'm going to have to... Say, no, I don't believe in that either. <laughs> All right. Now, oh, the conspiracies. Um, let's see. Oh, we're going to be covering, next time we get a good conspiracy episode, we're going to talk about Jeffrey Epstein and his stuff and conspiracies around him. And maybe the Clintons and maybe Donald oh, Trump. Who knows? That would be a good one to talk so, about. <laughs> we're, we're looking into it right now. Okay. But we'll get back to that oh. in a later episode. Okay, now for the game, we like to play Would You Rather because they're kind of fun. Okay. And it's fun to see people try and reason their way through these. Now, question number one. Would you rather never have to grocery shop ever again or never do laundry again? Oh, boy. Grocery shop. All right. So I you hate grocery shop. Much as me. Okay. I said grocery shop. Didn't care what you said. Really I'd say laundry cool. because I'm so bad at doing it and I forget to put it in the drain and then it gets mad at me. <laughs> I do the same thing, Carrie. Don't feel bad, but I still like folding laundry. <laughs> Would you rather have every light you approach turn green or never have to stand in line? Hmm. I don't mind standing in line because I, I do get a chance to talk to people True. and I, I'm okay. more social, sociable. So So you go with having all green lights. Yeah. I agree with that. I think I agree with that. Yeah. I think everybody just hates driving. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather be able to mind control animals or mind control electronics? Ooh. So you can make animals do what you want or make your electronic Oh, probably animals because then then um, I could have them talk and they could tell how they feel. <laughs> um, maybe they could be nice. I could teach them to be nice so then I can go up to a lion and hug a lion or touch a bear. <laughs> that could be cool. Okay, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Feed me. We'll get real old real quick. You say go get your own. <laughs> That's funny. Um, let's see. Would you rather be just an average person today or a king or queen in the Middle Ages? I wouldn't want to be in the Middle Ages and be a king or queen because you have to worry about being poisoned. <laughs> That's a very good point. Didn't even think of that. Yeah, I didn't think of that. So, yeah. Good point. Because I was just thinking like, oh, technology kind of sucks back there, but you're rich. But yeah, people right. are always trying to kill you. It's exactly. Thrones, so uh, we've seen Game of Thrones. We know how it goes. Yes. <laughs> Um, would you rather have to dance to any song you hear or sing along with any song that you hear? Song comes on, you have to start dancing. I singing. can do that. That's not a problem. So the dancing, but not the singing? I might not be um, very public. good. I, I don't want to sing. I can dance to anything that you put on. I may not be very good, but I would do it. Like singing, it no. I feel like it didn't specify. Would you? Do you have to sing whether you can actually sing or not? Because then that could be horrible. Well, yeah. <laughs> right, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, last one. Would you rather eat fruit roll ups or fruit by the foot? Oh my gosh. Fruit by the foot. <laughs> fruit by the foot. That's a good one. 
fruit roll up. <laughs> you pick fruit roll up. Fruit by the foot. I pick fruit by the foot also. I don't know why. I just like the texture and the novelty of fruit by the foot. <laughs> I don't know. I I, just, I like playing with candy. I can't have candy now, but if I could, definitely the roll ups. They're fun to play with when you're eating them. <laughs> you can try to tie them into knots, you know, or. Roll it into a ball and try to eat it. It's just fun. <laughs> All right. So that puts us at about an hour. Good. Good time. So um, I hope you guys enjoyed this one. I'm going to try to get guests on more often. My dad was kind of, he's got allergies or something, so he he's wasn't able to today. be on it. Yeah, so I'll get him on again. He can't get out that easily. And we'll uh, like rant about education or something. I don't know. Sounds good. Um, <laughs> So yeah, again, follow us on social media, WordPress or do you believe podcast.wordpress.com or patreon.com slash do you believe and give us four dollars so that we can do an extra episode a month. And yeah, so uh yeah. Everybody say bye. Alright, bye. Thanks, bye. Okay, we forgot to ask something. So if you stuck around, this is the bonus <laughs> teaser thing at the end. Mom, are bald eagles real? Of course they are. It's just a name. It's a name. It's just a name. So they're, they have a certain name. It's, it's a bald eagle. Have you seen there are one? eagles. Yes, I have. You've seen them. I have. In Alaska. In Alaska. I, saw I thought one, you said you saw I was, one here. I was like a, not like a petting zoo, but like a wildlife type of zoo. They had one. They actually have them when we go up north to the UP. You can see them um, during the travel. We've seen them many times. Also, um, Lexington, Kentucky um, do have bald eagles. And I saw one fly over our house. And I had no idea that we had eagles here. And why? Because we don't have the mountains real close by. I don't know where they're nesting. Um, my son and I both re- saw one fly over our house. Amazing. <laughs> okay. That was the name of our first episode was Our Bald Eagles Real because we were talking about you had said you saw one and we were like, ah, we don't believe that. Mm-hmm. But yes. then we went and did the research <laughs> while we were on the podcast and we're like, there's over 300 bald eagle nests in Kentucky. So I know. Okay. Maybe, I don't know why it flew so. over my house, but but it was just pretty amazing to see something like that. I think we were in shock. But yeah. it's really pretty. All right. That's it for real. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>